I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small, easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney and next to me is... Some guy you brought in off the street. Correct. You'll do. For today's <laughs> for the, today's episode. That is kind of the metaphor for our whole relationship and our marriage. I'll do. You'll do. My name is Matt. I'm uh, I'm the guy who'll do. Yes, that's right. And we are very excited about today's episode. It is called What are the best supplements to take? Yeah, it's a question we get asked a lot. Uh, in terms of from our clients and just from people that we speak to in general once they find out what we do for a living. Uh, what what are the best supplements to lose more weight? And obviously there are a lot of different pre- programs and diets out there, some that put uh, a very strong emphasis on the use of supplements, some uh, that really put too much mm. of an emphasis on supplements. And that's where we thought this would be a great topic to talk about with, with an episode of the show. Because when you look at it, what is a supplement? I mean, it's defined on dictionary.com, thank you, internet, as something added to complete a thing, supply a deficiency, or reinforce or extend a whole. So a supplement is meant, you know, by definition, meant to add mm. to what we're doing. And that really leads into the next thing that you know I want to touch on while we're in the intro here is what is a supplement not? So dictionary.com does not define it as a replacement for whole foods. Mm. Let's just get that out of the way right now. There is no way on earth we would recommend replacing good quality whole foods with supplements. However, when used to support a good balanced nutritious diet, supplements can really, really help quite a lot. So the first documented use of of supplements goes back to 300 BC Greece. The ancient Greeks were first documented as using supplements to enhance their athletic performance. So Courtney and I have decided with our list here Mm. in this episode, we are only going to talk about supplements that are safe and effective, meaning that uh, they don't promote any undesired short or long-term effects. In fact, they are actually proven to uh, promote either an acute or short-term physiological response that may improve or enhance exercise performance or influence the chronic, otherwise known as long-term, desired results from training. So in English, what I just said was the supplements we're going to list won't harm you. They will actually help when used the right way. But I also want to have a bit of a disclaimer here. Uh, Just understand that the supplement industry is an unregulated billion, multi-billion dollar industry. So there is a a very low risk, high reward nature of selling supplements, which means it, let's put this straight down the pipe, it attracts some pretty dodgy people uh, that can, whether intentionally or unintentionally, sell 
tainted products, which have been found both in, in retail stores and online stores. So there's always a bit of a, a buyer beware uh, warning when it comes to supplements. And we're gonna do our best today with what we're going through just to keep things nice and clear and concise. Because you walk into any sort of supplement store or look online and there is an overwhelming number of options. We're going to clear those up. Yeah, it's a complete minefield. And I think that was a really big realization for me, Matt, when you first told me that the the industry in general is quite unregulated. Very unregulated. So that was a really big eye-opener for me. I think just as, as naturally as consumers, we just assume that these sort of uh, industries are regulated. They have actually really tight regulations around them. And, uh, and yeah, it was a really big eye-opener for me when I found that out. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a crapshoot, Yeah, really. Uh, but that's not to say the whole thing is a, a complete write-off. No, there's a lot of people that put a lot of time, research, and money into creating really high-quality products. Yeah, there is. That can actually help mm. quite a lot, and that's what we're going to get into today. Awesome. So let's start off with number one, high-quality whey proteins. Yeah, high quality whey protein. So the first question, obviously, what is a whey protein? So whey protein is one of two major uh, dairy proteins, uh, whey or casein. Uh, it's been used now for over 50 years in various food formulations. So it's not exactly a new supplement on the market. It really you know, came into popular um, circulations in the 70s with the explosion of bodybuilding as a sport. Uh, mm -hmm. But these days, protein, you know, the methods used to extract the protein is, is state-of-the-art and cutting-edge. Um, and now whey protein has been shown in research to provide amazing benefits uh, in terms of health benefits, performance, recovery, etc. cetera. Uh, it's, it's the best. Mm. Awesome. So staying on high-quality whey proteins, so we've just heard what it is. What does it do? Well, it's whey protein, the way it is, it is created, I guess you would say, means it is absorbed faster and in greater amounts into the bloodstream. So your body takes it in mm. more effectively. Um, it's been shown as well to enhance strength. So for those of us that are looking to get leaner and part of getting leaner means getting stronger, a supplement that can help to enhance strength is obviously a good thing. Uh, and also has been shown to promote faster recovery and better fat loss during exercise training. I mean what more do you want to know? Like it, it, it helps you, it helps you lose weight. Like it's, it's the best. Beautiful. Now that's all we need to know, isn't it? Yep. So lastly, before we move on to the next supplement, when it comes to high quality whey proteins, when should you take it? Uh, to get the most effect out of high quality whey protein, really having it before and after your intense workouts. Mm. So if you're, well, I'll, I'll use Courtney and I as an example, we go to the gym together and we'll do a weight session. We will have, you know, a scoop of whey protein each in uh, our pre and post workout shakes with a couple of other supplements we'll mention on this list. Uh, and we'll also have some, yeah, have some afterwards as well. And during the day, you know, Courtney and I will have one or two smoothies, which will feature whey protein in there as well. But easily the best time to take it is in and around your intense workouts, both weights and cardio. And I just want to also clarify, when we talk about high quality whey protein, I mean, how do you know what's high quality? 
Uh, a quick look at the uh, nutritional label on the tub will help with that. So you're looking for whey protein isolate or whey protein concentrate as the primary ingredient. And you are looking for 80 grams of protein per 100 grams of powder as a minimum. Okay. So with I that, think, we'll move on. I think it, we're also, though, just quickly looking at minimal ingredients on the ingredients list. The less, the better. The less, the when better. It, when it comes to your straight up protein, the less ingredients, the better. Sure. Perfect. For this, for this example. Okay. Moving on. So supplement number two is creatine monohydrate. Yeah, creatine monohydrate. So what is it? Well, it is, in my opinion, and in, in researchers, what researchers found to be the best performance-enhancing supplement out there, a legal performance-enhancing supplement. So creatine is actually a naturally occurring uh, substance found in small quantities in our body, brain, liver, kidney, testicles. Right. Yes. Not yours, though, Courtney. No, clearly. Uh, but the predominant... The, Majority of creatine is actually found in our muscle tissue, in our skeletal muscle tissue. Uh, and creatine plays a, a vital role in boosting our energy. So, you know, in terms of simplifying this discussion, think of it as, as having a car and putting uh, nitrous oxide on it. Right. Yep. Right. So, now we know a little bit more about what it is. Mm -hmm. What does it do? What does it do for us? Well, I touched on it just before as well. It's it's a, a performance enhancing supplement. Uh, it works uh, at the cellular level cellular level of the body, which we, which is you know, beyond the scope of of our simple show. Uh, but the simple uh, answer to the question of what does it do? It helps to you know improve energy transfer in the body, increase your body's ability to work harder. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about running faster, mm. lifting heavier having a bit more staying power in your intense training sessions as well, and also makes muscles a bit more resistant to fatigue. Yeah. So if you're looking to get stronger and faster and perform better at your chosen exercise or your chosen sport, get it in you. Love it. And finally, before we move on to the next supplement, when should you take this particular supplement? Well, a lot like whey protein, uh, it's been shown in research that if you take creatine monohydrate close to your intense exercise, you really can't go wrong. So, you know, a small serve of creatine, like, you know, a quarter teaspoon before and after an intense weight training or intense cardio session, really can't go wrong. Perfect. And a lot of, and with creatine, I'll just mention before moving on to the next supplement, a lot of the times, I mean, it's called creatine monohydrate, but a lot of the times it is just called creatine. It is creatine. There are, different, there are different forms of creatine out there. Uh, the most research proven form of creatine, the one that cannot you can't go wrong with, is creatine monohydrate. Perfect. So if you're looking at the ingredients list and it only says creatine monohydrate, buy with confidence. Perfect. Okay, moving on, moving right along to number three, which is omega-3. Now, this one's a great one because I think a lot of people don't see omega-3 as a supplement. Yeah, but it is, and it's a damn good one. So we're particularly referring to the marine omega-3s, so we're talking about fish-based. Mm -hmm. um, omega-3 is, I mean, again, beyond the scope of our show, we'll keep things relatively simple. Um, it's... Uh, it's found predominantly in plant oils and flax seeds. 
uh, and has been shown to optimize health, fat loss, brain function. I mean, you name it. Mm. It does it. So speak then what it, be a little bit more about what it does for us and when should we take this one? All right. So in terms of what it does, well, it's it's a key it's a key component responsible for transporting nutrients into our cells and taking waste products out of our cells. So we're talking about a really strong health boosting fortifying supplement um, and also helps with especially inflammation. Mm. So obviously when we're, you know, a lot of us will train pretty hard. We can get a bit sore after a while. Um, you know, joints get inflamed where it gets a bit, you know, sore and stiff. Uh, omega-3 supplementation can really help with, um, with managing that in terms of, as, you, as Courtney asked before, best, you know, when's the best to take omega-3s? Well, with your meals. Mm. So I know for Courtney and I, every meal we have, we make sure to feature uh, omega-3 in, in that meal. So Courtney and I tend to use predominantly uh, flax or linseed oil. There's also other options out there, you know, flax meal, the crushed flax meal. Um, but with uh, you know, having your omega-3, whether it's in the, in the meal or the, the oil format, with your meals, can't go wrong. Awesome. Fantastic. Moving on to number four, carb subs. Carb subs. So this is where we start talking about, um, there's you know, many different forms of carb subs out there. The most well-known ones would be ye old Gatorade and Powerade. You're talking about like the sports drinks. Sports drinks, powders. Mm -hmm. So there's Gatorade, Powerade. There's a fantastic powder called Vitago, which is one of the best I've ever used. Um, dextrose, multidextrose, maltodextrin, glucose. Oh, the list could just go on. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big list. So we're, we're really looking at the, um, the powders and the drinks. Um, they're, yeah, they're a pretty high quality supplement to use. Awesome. Well, let's move on then to why why they're so quality and what they do for us. Okay, what they do. Well, look at it this way. Let's first set the, the, the picture here. The primary fuel source of the human body is carbohydrate. I mean, there's plenty of diets and programs out there that will say, oh, avoid carbohydrate, they're bad for you. Uh, that's like saying to your car, avoid petrol. Hmm. So we know that carbohydrate is the primary and preferred fuel source of the human body, including the human brain. And our muscle, carbohydrate is converted into glycogen in our muscles. That's the base form of it in our muscles. So our muscles will expend glycogen to push hard in the gym, when we're out running, whatever we're doing. So let's say we're in the gym lifting weights, okay? Three, if we do three maximum effort sets of any weightlifting or weight-based exercise in the gym, we can deplete our muscle glycogen or carbohydrate stores by up to 60%. So we're talking about the start of your workout yeah. can take out over half your fuel tank, so to speak. So we obviously want to top this up, don't we? So we're looking at you know muscle damage from intense exercise does impair uptake of carbohydrate. So this is where, and this is what you know, Courtney touched on it before, in terms of when's the best time to take it, a carb supplement, again, before and after your workout, mm. because you're going to need it to really fuel a high quality intense session, whatever it is you're doing. So best time to take it, yeah, pre and post workout. So Courtney and I will feature a carb supplement uh, in our pre and post workout shakes with our whey protein. Yes, we do. 
Perfect. Well, that's answered number four fantastically. So moving straight along to number five, multivitamin and mineral supplements. Yeah. So obviously we can go to any supermarket, any chemist, and we can be, we can see row after row. Oh yes. Yes. Of, of different sort of um, vitamins and minerals. Uh, so there's a plethora of options out there. Well, this again is a massive industry on its own as oh, it well. Is. It's huge. Um, but we're looking at, you know, vitamins and minerals are really the, the sort of nuts and bolts that hold our bodies together. So in terms of what do they do? Well, research has shown that, um, you know, big doses or you know, decent supplementation of vitamins and minerals uh, can help to just fortify potential deficiencies that we may have. Because obviously when it comes to intense exercise, it does deplete our body and deplete our system. Even just you know, trying to function on a day-to-day basis, we all want to function at our best. For our body to do that, it does require a, a fairly complex array of nutrients to, you know, to function, mm. let alone we're talking about pushing it with exercise. So you know, any, any deficiency in any vitamin or mineral can actually negatively impact our results. So it can be as simple as, oh, my performance isn't quite there. And I've seen extreme cases of people being hospitalized mm. with various deficiencies. So we're looking at just basically you know, fortifying the foundations of our performance and our health with these multivitamins and minerals. Beautiful. And so before we move on to the next supplement, just quickly touch on for us, Matt, when's the best time to take uh, multivitamins and mineral supplements? Safest bet, when you wake up, when you go to bed. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yes. Well, we we take, we do, uh, on a personal note, take them before... um, before bed and when we wake up in the morning. Yep. So they can also be taken with meals as well. Right. I mean, you, you really can't go wrong with this stuff. Um, I know for me, I've taken them for a while when I've woken up and just before I've gone to bed, I feel fantastic. Uh, I've had clients take them with meals, especially new clients that are new to exercise. Mm-hmm. They felt great too. So anytime before, before, before bed, when you first wake up or in and around when you have your meals, it's, it's hard to go wrong. Okay, perfect. So moving along to my personal favorite, (laughs) which is caffeine. Why is caffeine your personal favorite? You know what? I just have to quickly say this. Caffeine for me doesn't do much in terms of keeping me awake, anything like that. It just never has. Some people think that I've just had too much caffeine in my life and I've I've had a tolerance to it now. Right. It actually never has. My dad has always been the same. My dad could drink a coffee right before bed and still go soundly to sleep. He's always been like that. For somehow he's passed that down to me. And I've always been the sort of person that could just have a coffee right before bed and be absolutely fine. I love caffeine because I do love the taste. Is it the taste of caffeine or the taste of coffee? Well, the taste of coffee, of course, yes, is what I'm talking about. Thank you. Um, But yes, I do love the taste of black coffee. It is delicious. Anyway, I'm hijacking your topic, Matt. No, it's our topic. That's all good. I'm used to you hijacking things. That's just how we roll. Well, I'm the narrator today, so I could literally do what I want. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Apparently, it's your show too, so you're the boss. Pretty much. So, caffeine, what is it? Well, it's a stimulant. Yes, it's a stimulant found naturally in tea and coffee plants. And it's also a, a compound that gets a very uh, bad rap. It does. 
uh, from a lot of people out there, yet the research has shown with caffeine, it has been shown to enhance athletic performance. It's been shown to promote fat metabolism. It's been shown to provide anti-cancer benefits, improve short-term memory, and also reduce the risk of type two diabetes. So in other words, actually, caffeine is pretty good. Caffeine is pretty good. So in terms of what does caffeine do? Well, it, it does stimulate um, you know, the receptors in our central nervous system um, and gives us a bit of a boost, to mm. put it mildly. So by boost, we're talking about you know, our training sort of quality, mm. intensity, so to speak. So a, uh, a small serve of caffeine, especially even for me, myself as a non-coffee drinker, can really give you that sort of jolt yeah. that you're looking for going into the gym. Um, so caffeine as a performance enhancer is absolutely fantastic, which leads into, I don't know what Courtney's next question will be, when's it best to take caffeine? Easy, prior to exercise. If you want to you know, delay fatigue and enhance a sense of alertness and give yourself a bit more of a pop with your intense workouts, uh, a, uh, a dose of caffeine prior to intense exercise can really mm. help you put the foot to the floor, so to speak. Uh, however, um, your body can develop a tolerance to this. So I tend to find that in between my 12-week programs, I go completely off. Mm, okay. Completely off it, um, just so my body can just you know get it out of the system. Um, and then when I get back onto it, when I resume my program, uh, the effects are felt immediately. Mm. Awesome. And I think with uh, caffeine, you were just mentioned that there, you know, it's found in coffee and things like that, but there's actually also caffeinated supplements that you can buy, yep. pre-workout sort of supplements. Yeah, you, you can buy um, caffeinated supplements. It'll be, you know, on the, uh, on the ingredients list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's this is really personal preference. So yep. Courtney, for example, as a mad coffee drinker, can have her caffeine as part of her pre-workout in a shot of black coffee. Yes. In fact, I know quite a few people that will take it like that. Uh, I personally am not a coffee drinker. have never had a full cup of coffee in my life. Don't judge. That's just... <laughs> I judge him every day. It just, it, it just <laughs> is what it is. Uh, I will have... Um, caffeine as part of a, a pre-workout formula as well. So there's no real right or wrong way to take it. But if someone is a, uh, a fan of black coffee and a fan of coffee in general, you may as well you know embrace the love, have it uh, before you work out. Perfect. Mm. All right, moving right along to our second last supplement, which is high quality protein blends. All right, so we're looking at high quality protein blends. So a multitude of products put into one. Uh, these can also sometimes be known as meal replacements. However, please do not go about replacing whole food meals with protein powders. No. Let's just get that out of the way right now. It's, that's not how it works. However, you can get some really high quality protein blends slash meal replacements that can form part of a meal that you're having and part of a supplement program that can really help to you know, improve or feed your body with a different variety of nutrients, high quality nutrients uh, that can help to build muscle, boost health, burn fat, etc. Um, so you think about 
a, a protein blend slash meal replacement, not meant to replace food, but enhance the nutritional quality of what we're having. Mm. Um, so as I said before, they have been shown to promote better fat loss and um, you know, muscle mass maintenance, or in some cases, muscle building. Um, so I know with myself, I tend to quite have them or have them quite often with my daily smoothies. Mm. I have two smoothies a day and they do feature a high quality protein blend. Perfect. So just quickly, is that when we should take them? Well, good question. So you tend to find throughout the day, um, but also in the hours directly after exercise. Mm -hmm. So the protein blends shouldn't be used in and around your intense workouts as a replacement for high quality whey protein. But in the hours following, it can really help to you know get quality nutrients into your system. But also for some people can be used to help keep a sense of fullness when they're having their meals. So I've had plenty of clients in the past where they've had their whole food meals and they're still just a little bit peckish, half a scoop of a protein blend with a, you know, like a, a glass of water can top it up quite nicely. So generally in and around your meals and a couple of hours post training. Yeah, so to emphasize that a high quality protein blends are very different to high quality whey proteins. Yeah, they tend to be absorbed slower in the system. Okay. So when we're having our intense exercise, we want to have all our nutrients absorbed as fast as possible. Yep. So clearly having a, a protein source that's absorbed slowly into the system isn't quite optimal when our bodies are being depleted and it needs those nutrients ASAP. So as I said, not a replacement for high quality whey proteins, but can be used post training and uh, as part of your, your meals. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so lucky last. Lucky last. Lucky last, L-glutamine. L-glutamine, one of my personal favorites. Uh, L-glutamine is an amino acid. Uh, it's, it's an essential, non-essential amino acid, which is like saying, yeah, nah. Right. Or sorry, not sorry. Uh, it, so it's an amino acid that our body uses to, well, it really does help to drive our immune system uh, big time. Um, and I, I mean, I know I use it uh, quite a lot. Courtney yes. gets into it quite a lot as well. Um, glutamine is a fantastic immune system fortifier mm -hmm. and booster. Uh, and I, I can't recommend it enough. No, it's great for your tummy too. Is it? Yeah, great for your lining, helping the lining of your tummy. Is it? Mm, I was told that once. <laughs> By who, Dr. Google? No. <laughs> By my naturopath. Your naturopath? Yes. Yep, yep. You know, I, I tend to find glutamine helps uh, quite a lot when we're to prevent sickness. Yeah. Uh, but also if we're starting to feel a bit under the weather, uh, L-glutamine can help to recover from sickness very, very quickly. Yep. Excellent. So that's sort of given us an idea of what glutamine is, what it does. But however, when should I take it? When should I take it? When should I take it? Well, I know for me, I not, anytime you want yes. is kind of the actual answer. But you know, to be a bit more specific, as a minimum, uh, taking it when you first wake up and when you go to bed is, is the minimum I would take L-glutamine. Uh, I myself, I actually do take it um, pre and post workout. Yes. Uh, quite a lot, and whenever I start to feel a bit under the weather, 
I'll incorporate um, higher doses of glutamine and more frequent doses of glutamine in my smoothies mm. as well as before before bed and when I first wake up and in my pre and post workout shakes. Uh, I I love it. I think it's a, a magnificent supplement. Awesome. Yep. Well, that's given. That's the end of our list. So that has, I think, given everybody a bit of a rundown. I, th- I think you might be listening to this thinking that this is a really boring topic for you. Some people <laughs> might be listening to this thinking that this is fantastic and this is really what I wanted to know. I just wanted someone to go through these supplements and tell me what they are and what they do. Well, look at it this way. We're, we're all exposed to supplements. We're exposed to the industry. They're all in our face. There's ads everywhere. Yes. You walk into a gym, the gyms are selling it. Uh, the pharmacies and chemists are selling it, uh, let alone online stores. So, it's, and, and we're bombarded with yeah. programs that will feature supplements as the almost like the cornerstone of their entire sort of weight loss mm. thing. Um, so to me, this is a fascinating topic because it's such a, a gigantic industry. And it's, look at it this way. Everyone wants to look and feel their best. And if we are convinced by someone who's a very good smooth talker that taking supplement X will help us drop 20 kilos in two weeks, well, take my money. Mm. So a big part of the the purpose of this entire episode is to help people spend their money wisely and get the most bang for your buck. Because I know for me, I've had periods in my life where I haven't used supplements and, and periods in my life where I've used plenty. And a big part of the reason why we've got this list is because all these supplements we can vouch for, and not just us personally and anecdotally, research. Mm. Published research can vouch for them too. So there's no guesswork involved here. No. So if we're looking to help someone you know, invest their money wisely, we've got to make sure you're getting some bang for your buck. Absolutely. And every, every supplement on this list, Matt and I have ourselves. So this, this is, there are other fantastic, great supplements out there. Well, I actually think the, the absolute very best are on this list. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, that's why Matt and I did pick the very best. And it also meant that they're the ones that we have as well. Moving on to emails. A lot of. Yes, we've had a lot over our time on this topic of supplements. We've even had a lot of clients talk to us in person. People ask us all the time about supplements because it is such a confusing gray area. So rather than read out one specific email, we have uh, just decided to just go with whatever everyone's main question is. Let's sum it up. And the, and the question is this, what supplements should I start with? Yes. So of the list that we just read out, in my most humble of opinions... Well, your opinion counts. Be it ever so humble, there are three I would start with. Perfect. Tell us your three. High quality whey protein, creatine monohydrate, L-glutamine. Perfect. They're the three I start with, with a notable mention to omega-3. In fact, actually, you know what? I'm going to do a Michael Jackson and moonwalk this one back. Those four can't go wrong. Right. Because they're hard, in fact, almost impossible to get elsewhere. Mm. So we obviously, well, we can get whey protein, creatine monohydrate, glutamine and omega-3s in food. We would just need to eat truckloads. Mm. 
impossible amounts of food to actually get it. So I rate those four as the very pinnacle of supplements, just because really simplifying this a little bit, but you can't get them elsewhere. Yeah. Everything else on this list, as good as it is, can be sourced through your foods. And if you want to fortify it, you then add the supplement on top. But high quality whey protein, creatine monohydrate, L-glutamine and omega-3, the flax oils especially, and um, flax meals, they're the top dogs. That's yeah. the Mount Rushmore yeah. of supplements. So really, that's a fantastic place to start for anyone looking to get into some supplements to help out their if, if you start, weight loss progress. Yeah. If you start with those four or a combination of those four, you can't go wrong. Perfect. Cool. Hope that helps. Fantastic. Yeah, hope that helps. Hope that clears everything up a little bit for you. If you do have any questions about what we've touched on today or about something that we haven't touched on. Or if you'd like to abuse us. Please email us at podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Good one. Or you can contact us through our Facebook page. Yeah, please give us some feedback on what you think, any questions that you might have. Yep, hope this has helped. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. High five. Boom. That's a terrible high five. Yeah, I know, but you don't want it to be too loud. Boom. Hope this has helped. Uh, any questions, you know where to find us. We will speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.